obviously it's the opening ceremony. I didn't actually catch the opening ceremony, but I just said it looks like shit. <laughs> oh, oh really? Well, yeah. compared to the 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 um, UEFA final, like they had quite a big um, well, I guess yeah, a big event to follow. Like the the UEFA one was pretty epic. Yeah, no, but I think they said that they a lot of the branding still says twenty twenty. Obviously, they should have hosted in twenty twenty, and it cost money at the end of the day. Yeah, and I can imagine imagine changing everything like all your sponsoring, your advertising, like um, I mean something just as simple as you know those little um, cards that they get around their neck, just yeah. security clearance, all that kind of stuff. Like reprinting all of those, like how many stadiums are involved across different countries? Yeah, no. So I mean, it makes sense. Like it should have been the twenty twenty yeah. euros, but you know it. Unfortunately, the pandemic happened, and at least we're getting to watch some European football. I do see that England is kind of, um, I guess, toying with going back into another lockdown because they've had a, they're busy having a third wave apparently. Mm. And it's weird though because like seventy-seven percent of the population is vaccinated. Like they had on Monday, I think they opened up ages eighteen to twenty-nine to get their vaccines. Yeah. And they had like a hundred thousand patients every hour. So like they yeah, definitely, um, yeah. No, the they thing are. Is, the thing's not going away. People are still catching it, right? But then, like, I think it was Theresa May came out and was like, "Look, if you're waiting until there's no more variants, that's not going to happen. Hmm. People die every year of flu in England or in America, everywhere in the world, for that matter." Like in America, I think it's almost sixty thousand people a year. In England, it's like twenty thousand people a year. And like this year, nobody's died of COVID. I mean, of flu because of COVID. Everybody's got COVID. So, so it's like the numbers might be a little bit off. Some people actually died of flu or heart attacks or strokes or pre-existing conditions, but they got put down as COVID. So, but it's not going to go away. It's going to keep becoming a variant, and whether we're going to keep having to get vaccinated or herd immunity will eventually kick in i'm not sure but yeah like if they lock down or they were just saying like they have to get vaccinated otherwise they have to, can't have people coming into their borders they can't go on holiday so, so the football players win because i understand now i don't know why i don't think i ever took notice but your brother says every time it's a new host because you obviously have a, a home and away game not home and away but you have a host like yesterday it was easy so now what happens now with all the English matches now? If they're hosting it, are they going to say, well, these guys can't come in unless they're vaccinated? They can't do that now. Well, that's the problem, right? So it's like in the middle of the Euros, they want to go into lockdown. Like, what's the logistics there? Like, Wembley's used, isn't Wembley the final? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, and they've said there's going to be fans. Huh. <laughs> so, the only way that happens is that if England makes the final, that's the only time they allow it. <laughs> Imagine England. Imagine England don't make the final, and someone does what England did to you to UEFA. Like, oh, can we actually host the final? <laughs> I think England would be so pissed. <laughs> It'd be so pissed. But what no, do you but think? I mean, hey, sorry. What, no. what did you think of the Italian side yesterday? They were impressive. I mean, Turkey's not anything great, but they they played well. I mean, yeah, to get a three 0 win in your first group stage definitely sets you up for a very good start like I mean their group isn't horrible but just I think for the team's confidence like a big 3-0 win over probably the best team Turkey should well I don't know if they finish second but between Wales Switzerland Turkey like it's a gamble really so I think Italy's definitely set themselves up um, yeah they look good I think they'll they'll definitely be a contender. Whether they'll win it or not, I'm not sure, but I think they'll go pretty far. No, I wasn't aware of the fact that now I think after yesterday's game it was 28 games unbeaten international since men's. I don't know since men's. Oh really? Yeah, they they've got a 28 win streak now. They haven't lost. I think even with qualifiers, they had they have not conceded the entire goal. So your brother was saying like they actually a well drilled machine defensively. And then up front, yeah, Tinia, Immobile, um, they actually yeah. didn't know how short Tinia was until yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> He's the same height as Immobile. 
What is that? One six three. The same height as Imola. Oh, it, oh, it, really? Is that small? Oh, my man. Like he's small. Oh. Look at it. I was like, geez, and that's a professional football player, and you can see him in the lineup. Yeah. No, sure. And he's, yeah, he's a forward. So I get, but yeah, I mean, look, they've got a good attack. And Donnarumma in goal is very good. Like, it looks like he actually might be hitting, I think it's PSG. I think PSG might be after him. Yeah, a lot of transfer talk. Like, that's obviously what we Oh. Yeah, geez. But my mouth is sort of watering. I know. With some of the prospects. <laughs> I was even thinking. Oh, yeah, it's going to be, it's definitely going to be an interesting season. I think, I don't know. Maybe once the big first, like the first big transfer happens, like the floodgates will open. But I think the Euros. I don't know if it'll happen before the. Well, I guess the Euros already started, so no. I think things are gonna start happening. I think only after the Euros will we see some big transfers there. So normally around these tournaments, World Cup and Euros, and the people are available to be obviously on to go on the market, or obviously after COVID and shopping for new teams and what happened with. Let's say who won Champions League and Premier League and stuff like that. Like literally, scouts are watching now. Clubs are watching. Now. Oh yeah. Oh, I like that player. And if they play this formation, he starts doing a few things. Yeah, they want to buy certain players. So like I was telling your brother yesterday when I started, I went on to Aston Villa just so I can play foolish. First thing I did was <laughs> <laughs> Jack Grealish is a wild bro. He's like my. Uh, new, he's good. He's my new favorite Premier League player. Um, oh, it's, it's they of him in Man City. I don't know if he fits in Man City. Um, I think yeah. if one Arteta had to leave, and two they signed Jack Grealish, I couldn't go back to us. <laughs> <laughs> you see, the thing is with Grealish, I almost feel like not that. Um, oh, what's was uh, the Leicester wing that went to City? What was his name again? Oh, Mares, Mares, yeah. So like Morris went there and he's not like a marquee player for City, but he features a lot. Mm. Like and he's good. He scores important goals, but he's not your De Bruyne or what your Aguero used to be, or like he's not your first name on the team sheet. Yeah. Like you can put I think if Grealish, yeah. right, right, and I think like if Grealish had to go to City, like his game time would drop a lot. Like he'd get game time. He'd play in big games, but I think. Yeah, like he's not. I think anywhere else he'd go, he'd maybe start. Mm. Any other Premier League team, he'd maybe start. Maybe not Liverpool, but like I don't know, City. Ah, oh, dude, they just hold too many good players. That's the problem. Oh, but too tight. They like. Yeah, like you know, Aston Villa. You know that he gets injured, he's coming back. Everyone's like, "Hey, yeah. we need you back because you are going yeah. to be captain again, right?" So I think Aston Villa right. is a bit, but. Places that I feel that like you could maybe so City, I obviously they can afford him, but I don't think that's good for his football. Maybe a Tottenham, if I won't say if they lose Kane, I don't know where they would if he fits in anywhere except for maybe he does. I don't know about Manu. Would you guys want him there? Um, I personally wouldn't just because of the money. Like he's a great player, and if we could have got him for like I don't know. 60 million or something 50 million last season i think it would have been good because he is like look how he carries that ability when he was injured like 10 games i don't think they won a game you know like i think they got two points like two draws or something and it's like when like Grealish will go back to his own box fetch the ball and march it all the way up the field on his own if he has to for villa and like He's got the capability, so it would be very exciting to see him playing with players, whether it's United, Liverpool, Tottenham. It doesn't like give him like the best players you can in the league, and I think like I think he'll do very well. He might not. That's the thing, though. He's not going to shine. He's not going to be the marquee player, like. But he's going to fit in, and I think the team will just gel well. Like the guy's got flair. He's he's got vision. He's He's not scared to pick the ball up and take on three defenders. And defenders know when he has the ball, one-on-one, you he will probably beat you. So he pulls defenders from other players, opens up space on the other side of the field. Like, I, I, whoever gets him, I will be a little bit jealous, but I would prefer if United would sign someone like Sancho, you know, and go and spend their money on a defender rather than 
Grealish. I mean, I think Grealish is good, but spending a little bit more on Sancho, like I think Sancho is or has the potential to just maybe be a little bit, you know, that a level above him where he does become like maybe the first name on the sheet for years to come. I mean, the guys, yeah, the, he's got potential, man. Like Jordan Sancho and like Jude Bellingham too. Like I know he's just gone to Dortmund, but that kid is going to be something special. I hope he gets a few stars as heroes for, the, for England. Like, yeah, I'm not sure how fit Henderson is, but if uh, Bellingham starts, I will be interested to see how he copes. Like, 17 years old, man. Like, that's pretty impressive. I just hope they don't overhype him like they do with, like, you know, who was the Jack Wilshire when he was young and Walcott when he, they got injured and so young. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's... It's his for the taking, I guess. But you see, the, the big difference with that is, I think, because these guys are playing in Germany, like, they don't get as much English media exposure and hype. Like, they do obviously get hyped up because they're breaking records. Like, Bellingham, like, I think he was the youngest uh, Bundesliga goal scorer. Like, and I think Sancho's got somewhat, I think, the most goals for an under-21 for the first team or something. So it's like, obviously, they're going to get you know, recognition for that kind of stuff. But if you, let's say you're playing at United or Liverpool or Arsenal, like, and you're playing every week, like, like, look how people are talking about Saka, like, mm-hmm. and he's good. And so is um, um, Emil Smith-Rowe. Yeah. He's also good. But like, are we, we've already seen them play like properly for half the season. And they were all basically the backbone of Arsenal. Yeah, like Martinelli has, or he was also, I think he's not. Yeah. So it's just one thing where you like, Give him more game time. Let him make mistakes because it's going to hurt him more. Especially getting hyped up and then you make mistakes. Like you can, I don't say that you can deal with it better when you're younger, but let him do that. Let him get those things out of the way so he can mature a lot better. That's ex- yeah, that's experience. And like, it's the only way you get better and you know, okay, I don't do this in that situation because last time that happened or whatever the case is. So, like, I think it's good that uh, English players have at a young age, being very open to go overseas. And I think, like, Sancho definitely made it, like, was one of the first big names, like, and I think Jude was like, oh, well, I'm going to try and do this. Because lots of players have gone over to Germany. Yeah. Like, Chelsea had four or five players go over there, all youngsters, like, under 21. And it's good, though. Like, it's a different type of football. Maybe the Germans are a little bit more tactical, like, you know, and I think, yeah, the biggest problem is, is when you play in England your whole life as an England youngster, they want you to be the next best thing. You know, it's not even about that. You, you Possibly you have the potential, but like they just, that's just what they want. England will always hype up the youngsters. I think it's so. Marcel, you also go to Germany from Arsenal. Who? Reese Nelson, I think. Who is that? Reese Nelson, I think he's an Arsenal. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where you might be in Germany, or, but he's gone somewhere else. He's not in England anymore. And I think that's also uh, done effectively for him. He's, he's starting to get game time. Because the other thing I was like, well, I think Grealish would be maybe a good fit for Arsenal. But the other side of the coin is that then you're not giving, let's say, a Martinelli options to, to play and get, you know, I would say, or develop or anything like that. And that becomes the issue because he's got potential. Maybe he's not there yet. But then, he might go to another club, which is like, hey, we'll give you game time. And then he feels like, okay, fine, you know what? It's better here than going back home. Yeah. And mm-hmm. you don't want to start losing the youngster because of it. Um, I think... And I mean, that's... Yeah. That's literally exactly what happened when United had to let go of Pogba back to Juventus. Like, Pogba was 18, and he told Fergie, like, I want game time. And he played the last three games of the season. The new season came, didn't play, and yeah, it was like, well, I'm going, and he left, went to Juventus, and then United bought him back for a shitload of money, so yeah, and it's like, yeah, you do, you do need to get your young players, and that's the, that's, that's the nice thing about like having someone like Ole, and like, and I would think of Tetris, all Tetris done the same, like, he's happy to play Saka and Emil Smith Rowe, but there's also a fine line. Like, you can't, like, Rashford's been run into the ground this season. Like, 
um, last season, Mason Greenwood played a lot and scored a lot of goals. And then the season that just passed, like, he didn't really feature, like, whether he was burnt out or, you know, maybe he just got a little bit too much exposure. Like, there's a fine line of bringing your young players in and exposing them just enough. Because mm. we've, we've also signed this winger from, I think it was from Atlanta, that Triore or, is it Triore? What's his name? Um, <laughs> yeah. And, like, his, his first game for the, like, the 21s, I think he set up two goals and scored two goals. His next game, I think he scored a hat-trick. Like, he scored, like, seven goals in his first four games. And, like, okay, obviously he's too good for that, you know, division. But, yeah, you can't just put him in the first team, too, and just be like, hey, man, this is, like, it is literally boys against men. So, like, there is a very fine line of bleeding your youngsters in. But going overseas, I think, is a good thing because they just get out of this hype. Like, imagine if you were that age and someone's telling you in the newspaper, like, oh, you're the next, I don't know, Alan Shearer or whatever. Like, those guys, I'm sure it gets to your head. It must, man. Like, you're on top of the world. Like, you're playing in the best leagues, one of the best teams, you're making big money. Like, you've made it in your mind. And as an, like a teenager, like, you're still very mentally fragile. I think it does take a strong person to be able to, like, look at Wayne Rooney did, man. Like, to find someone that can do it from 18 until 30-something. Like, those are special players, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, another player that I think will be on the radar is that uh, Calvin Phillips from Leeds. I really Ooh, do. Yes. I don't know yeah. anyone else yeah. because he's like, I was an English cross, but he's hitting balls, team balls, you know, from deep. He's yeah, a no, very he's nice a... CDM that pushes forward. Oh. Um, yeah. So that's like, I don't know, I think he's obviously made the inside, which is a good thing for him. I'm not bad to say he's playing for Leeds is a bad thing or anything like that, but I think he's going to get taken by someone, especially if he performs yeah. at this uh, Europe. No, sure. Sure. I mean, and he's also, he's also young. Like, I mean, he, uh, yeah, he was in the England squad, I think, as soon as Leeds got promoted, I don't think he even played Premier League game. Like he is a very good midfielder, and I do tend to agree with you. I think if someone does sign him, it you know it's just that like the sad part is he'll go to a big six club and he will basically be a squad player. You know, like I, yeah, like who are you gonna kick out? Like okay, maybe if you go to like City or someone like Fernandinho is getting old, mm. like you know. You can replace someone like that. Like, I don't know what people's opinion is of Henderson, but, you know, get a, someone to come in for Henderson. Like, at United, I think he would start. Yeah. If he had to come. He would definitely start at United. Like, we just don't have that kind of a midfielder. Like, Matic is way, way over the edge. Like, he does need to go, you know. And, like, he's got the potential. Um, but another player that I was thinking, like, I don't know. I haven't read too much about, like, transfer rumors but something i would love to see is like i would like to see patrick bamford go to a big team ah. i just i just think he'll put them away like you a fan i know he misses yeah i like him i do like him like like i think like we spoke we've spoken about it obviously that he misses a lot of chances and you know but to play for leeds finishing in like 10th and then or top 10 and then scoring double figures in his first season in the Premier League, like, yeah, I don't know, it'd be interesting. Like, I don't think he wouldn't be like a Jota for for Liverpool. But, you know, Jota's not obviously a lot better than him. But I think, like, yeah, maybe like, an, uh, yeah, maybe Tottenham. Like, can't see him going to Chelsea. Chelsea wouldn't really like they, yeah. But I don't know. Like, even if he, you know. Even if you went to like from Leeds to I don't know like a Leicester, a West Ham, something like that, like I think it would be interesting. It'd be a step up for him. Like and that's also why like I think if he was including the England squad, like again, surrounded by these really, really quality players, like I think he will he'll just get better service and 
then I guess it's like, but it is a gamble though, because he does miss a lot. And we did speak about that in the Arena Cup competition. So like, if he does, if he does miss a lot of goals during the, you know, important games, it is a bit of a unfortunate thing, but I don't know. I'd rather gamble on him than Calvert Lewin, to be honest. I don't know. I think it's, it's competitive up front for the people that miss. So Calvert Lewin, Ollie Watkins, uh, who's the other one, uh, Tammy Abraham. And you want to say Bamford there, like, I think I would even, let's say, I won't say Lingard can play striker, but he can play in that role as well, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, of the five, who would you pick? Yeah, fine. Calvin, I don't, know, I don't, I, I don't see Calvin Lewin as a problem, especially, obviously, with the aerial threat. I'm not saying Bam, Bamford that isn't an aerial He's very threat. good in the air. Yeah. And he's quick. Like, Calvin Lewin's actually a decent forward. It's just that, I don't know, he... Obviously, does miss maybe a bit of an X factor in, in a certain sense. Um, I see Calvin Lewin like Tammy Abraham, except for obviously uh, Calvin. I think he's just a bit better in the air. Um, but yeah, that's something there. I think there are other people where you're like, hmm, Bamford over Watkins as well. That's another debatable one. I think maybe. Yeah, no, Ollie, Ollie Watkins had a very good season. And like the only thing about um, Calvin Lewin is like, I don't know, not that he disappears towards time, like games at a time in the season, but. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's, the guy, he's a good striker. That's for sure. Like he's shown that. He's definitely shown he's got the, the, the skills and the, the understanding of his positioning. But I don't know. Sometimes it feels like that Everton team, it just went through dips. And like Richarlison wouldn't score for games on end. And then Calvert Lewin wouldn't score either. Like you said, there's an X factor that's there. But yeah, I mean, look, they've obviously. Southgate knows what he's doing. I just, like I said, I just like Bamford. I think it would have been a good story. You know, you get this 27-year-old striker. Like, he wasn't even meant to start for Leeds this season, in my opinion. Like, they had, you know, they've got a decent squad, but, like, the guy, he kept scoring, and I think he works hard, and I think Bielsa does like him. Yeah. So, obviously, the biggest one with return heads is the story of Mbappe and Haaland. Air rumors, oh, yes. you know, Real Madrid, City, anyone basically budget. Yeah, where would you feel Haaland would be best? But also, I think the second question is who's more realistic to get? Let's start with Haaland and then we can look at Mbappe because Mbappe is uh, I think, like, if United signs Sancho. I think they have a chance of getting Haaland just because him and Sancho do have a very, very good chemistry working or playing together in Dortmund. Like they have done very well together. A lot of assists, a lot of, you know, linking up and all of that. And they are good friends by the looks of things. Um, so I don't think it's realistic that, he, that Haaland will go to, uh, to United, sorry. But I do think the team's probably likely, like in my opinion, there's, Four four sides. It's going to either be um, Madrid if they don't get um, Mbappe, or it'll be Chelsea, City, PSG. Chelsea. Huh? Personally, personally, I would like him to go to Chelsea if I had to choose any of those teams. Ooh. I think. Chelsea. I I mean I, look I, yeah Chelsea, Chelsea like obviously because Andrew supported Chelsea like. I never liked them. I never, I never supported them. But if there was a game on and Chelsea were playing, I was like, yeah, okay. Like, you know, like they play good football. They, they have a tendency to pull out like the unbelievable. Like, look at two of their Champions League, the like, latest ones. Like, this one they finished fourth. The last time they won it, they finished seventh. So, like, they Chelsea have got that X factor about them. Like, if he goes to Chelsea. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, if he goes to Chelsea, that front line with, I mean, Werner, Havertz, sure. like, Mount, like, that team will be hot. I just, I would prefer him to go to Chelsea if he goes to England than to uh, City. I don't know, like, I think City would hurt, City would hurt too much. Would you like um, Haaland at Chelsea? Would you complain? <laughs> No complain if you're too out of the club. Wait, what did you say? I want to complain if you're too out of the club. 
No, we're just yeah. saying more it's realistic to actually afford Haaland. And he's saying, well, Madrid is cheap. Madrid can't. can't. <clears throat> no. Fair play. Yeah. Madrid are in hundreds of millions yeah, but, of pounds or euros of debt. But Madrid are also getting, yeah, but they are getting rid of, well, they want to get rid of a lot of players. Um, I don't know. You, like, Ramos isn't going to stay, is he? Like, he's, he'll be off the books. Bale will hopefully be off the books. Um, I think so. But, yeah. I think they're going to use Well, them. yeah. I you'd be stupid not to because what he scored with Ancelotti yeah. they they'll use Bell now uh, he scored what twenty two yeah no sure not in the Premier League he, he scored twenty two goals in the no I think he scored yeah he scored I think he scored nine goals in the league in the Premier League and that's the thing he wasn't you know he wasn't even starting every game like he yeah, needs to play off, games like yeah like he needs to play every single game you every know? game he can he needs to start. If you don't use Bell when he's back in Madrid, I think that's a bit stupid. Because he, like, he can still play. Yeah, the only reason he wasn't playing was because of Dan. So I think why sure. uh, Carlo is there, I'm pretty sure he will be used. I think a lot of those Madrid French players will also be used. I mean, <clears throat> the likes of Isco. Asensio and I think yeah. all those guys. I don't think they're going to get rid of much of their squad. Obviously, I think they have to replace some of their defense because right. it is aging. And then I mean, Varane, Varane is also linked with United, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I don't think he's gonna um, stay. I think they're pretty keen on getting him out of there. Yeah, I mean, Bale, yeah, I just checked now. Bale scored 11 goals in this season, which is good, like that's a solid effort for the, the fact that he didn't play or start that many games. Um, so yeah, no, we were saying okay, fine. So that means Madrid, technically speaking, financially, could be can't get. You don't think you don't you don't think Madrid could get them? I don't think so. No, not at the not, about Mbappe. This is the thing. Perez is sticking with the ESL. He wants the ESL mm. to get. He's not backing down, and the reason he's not backing down is because money. They don't have money. Yeah, they need money. No, Same I know. with Barcelona. Barcelona do not have money. They cannot. Spend money. That's why sure. I think if, if Messi had left, then they might have freed up a bit of cash on the books. But sure. he hasn't. And they've brought in Aguero, but I don't I doubt they're gonna do much other business then. I mean Aguero well, was and there. also I guess um Liverpool, I mean Liverpool uh, Real Madrid also brought Alibi in with a huge wage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, they didn't even know. They didn't even negotiate with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What did they? What, what is Sixteen million, and Madrid suggested twenty-five. There you go. <laughs> We're not even going to negotiate from sixteen up. We're going to give you twenty-five, and then that's but it. Marcelo is he going to go there? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Alaba is going to either play centre back or midfield. You reckon? Yeah. 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 Maybe center back. Then. Yeah. Alaba is, he's, yeah, he's more likely as a center back replacement for Varane. Oh, like, no. With Carlo there, I don't know. He might be used as a left back, but I don't know if he sees himself as a left back anymore. He's been playing center back a lot. Yeah. Okay. He's actually decent. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, for, for, because I think they've got, uh, what's the Canadian youngster's name? Davies. Yeah, Alfonso. Davies, yeah. So Alfonso has been playing, I think, a lot at left back. So and I mean Alaba's a solid defender, man. Like yeah. He is solid. But then, you know, we go out to Mbappe and who is Mbappe linked with? He's linked with Real Madrid, PSG. Mbappe, uh, I don't know. I've got a sneaking feeling he's gonna be a one club man. I'm just looking at goal.com and they were like, he's doubting his boss future, but they always obviously try. It's very clear. He's doubting a boss of future? Uh, not boss. I'm PSG. He's, he's doubting his PSG future. Uh, I don't know. I have a feeling Mbappe is going to be a wine club man. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, but I think the biggest thing would be the fact that they didn't win the league this year might kind of entice him. Like, oh, okay, it's maybe a little bit of like 
you know, the other last five years or whatever it is, 10 years, PSG have just run away with it basically. Yeah. So, but I think they also have to have some sort of a European run where yeah, they don't well, just make the final. Like, I think he needs to win a Champions League to actually stay there. Next two or three years probably will determine whether he's yeah. forever, but I don't know. I've just got this. He looks like a guy who's willing to commit to one club for his whole life. He's from there, yeah. So, Parisian, yeah. So, yeah, no, sure. Which would yeah, be I mean, and the, the, the beauty is like, well, I say beauty, but the good thing for PSG is that they do have the finances to afford it. Like they can pay him a big wage. So, you know, he's not like, you wouldn't think money would drive him away. Let's put it that way. Yeah, like, I won't be money. They would be able, yeah, they would be, like if City came in with a ridiculous wage, they'd be like, hey, we can match that, you know? Like the owners are very, very conscious of public image. Like, you know, they, yeah, that's like, they hosting the World Cup next year. Like, I actually just, I, I flew to Doha the other week and like on the flight out, I think I saw like three stadiums. Mm. Like, yeah, all those stadiums. Yeah, it was, Fresh. yeah. Oh, dude, but it's like, it's it's a desert there though. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen pictures, like there was no greenery, like and until you couldn't see anymore. It was just like brown desert, like, oh. It's going to be an interesting World Cup. No, oh, but I, I know, obviously, I think the South Africans need a visa to go there. I don't know why, yeah. I would love to actually. I would say it's close, but the thing is, tickets to that side are cheap. Like, that actually can sound like a, a reasonable World Cup to actually save for and go to. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think it would be better than, like, who's, who's the next one? America? Yeah, America, Canada, and Mexico, isn't it? You see, like, it, to, that would be, I think... But it's also going to be expanded. It's going to be what? Expanded. So teams. they increase oh, okay. teams. I think they're going up to like 48 teams or something. Which is a bit ridiculous. But you see, that would, be a, that would be an expensive World Cup to go to, like, yeah. just travel-wise. Like, I mean, if it's you play such a big East country. Coast, and then their next game's on the West Coast. I mean, you, you're traveling time zones there. Yeah. No, it, yeah. I think, yeah, just for logistics and obviously also monetary-wise, like, I think this would be, it's close. It's going to take you nine hours to fly there. And, yeah, I don't think it's too expensive. Like, I've not actually gone to Doha itself and visited it, but I don't think it's too expensive. Okay, so Mbappe, oh no, I, I see Mbappe, I don't know, there's an image of me with Mbappe with the white jersey, the Real Madrid jersey. Now that looks good, but I can see it, it fitting on it. And, and yeah. that's the thing where I'm just like, it feels like he should go there. Yeah. It's right or anything, but as you say, I guess, logistically speaking, it's not possible. Who else could afford it? The only thing that's going to make Mbappe move is his own decision. As you said earlier, it's not going to be monetary. It's going to be either he's at a falling out at PSG. With Neymar? No, I think they'll get rid of Neymar before they get rid of Mbappe. Mm. Yeah. No, Neymar will Probably. be on the next plane out if, he, if they have a falling out. <laughs> no, without a doubt. But where, where, where would he go? Ah, the, he'd he afford him. 23 squad. He'd go to the under-23s. Who Neymar? Neymar. He would have no, have no problem. Ah, those are, I think, to keep Mbappe happy, they'd cut him. He'd be like Bale. They go tell him to go play golf the whole week. Um, but no, no I mean, <clears throat> he's too much. These folks are too on too much money, and they refuse to take pay cuts. Yeah. So no, no yeah. one wants to. But this is going to be interesting. Yeah, no, because well, everything. Some people all the wages. That, no, sure, but like some people can kind of justify their wages, but like. <laughs> Once you get into your Messi's and your Ronaldo, like, no, like, I'm sorry, but that is a 36 or 37 year old, like, you do not deserve to be the highest paid footballer in the world. Like, you're still good, but. Yeah, you're still um, in your legacy stuff. Yeah, like, you know, you'd, I mean, who, like, if, if Mbappe got a deal like that, like, you couldn't really argue with it because they're banking on potential. Like, 
and try to secure you money. know with Ronaldo yeah with Ronaldo it's more of a, a PR stunt I think but you pay a shitload of money for him like apparently he contact he's contacted United for a possible return like, I don't know how serious that would be but United like, are old strikers these days so possibly they do they do and I think if like Cavani is a workhorse when he plays like he doesn't stop running so at his age he also can't play every single game so if you you know, I don't know it would be quite a good strike force if you've got Ronaldo and Cavani up front to teach Mason and Rashford and yeah I, I do think United should try and sell uh, Anthony Martial like yeah <laughs> two seasons ago he had a good season this last season wasn't good at all like he got injured didn't play as much as he should have, but like when he's on the field, you kind of you look at him and you just look at his body language. It's almost like very, very lethargic. Like, he's like not that he doesn't work for the. This guy. Mm, are you happy? Mm, are you sad? Mm, are you motivated? Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's what he looks like though. Like, uh, I, yeah. So I probably needs to go back to France, maybe. For a couple Ooh. of seasons, have like a Depay sort of season, right? Right. Depay did in France again. Probably. Yeah. Marcel. Ooh, Marshall. Yeah. Do you rate Marshall first? <clears throat> He's got. There's something in him. I wouldn't have him in my squad. Oh, okay. I, was say. I mean, that's 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 the that's a, <laughs> in your squad. for a French club. I'm pretty sure they'd be ecstatic to have it. Okay. I mean, yeah. Leals. Uh, financial situation is like, but I mean, Burak Yilmaz is 35. Mm. He's their main striker at the moment. So they could take him, Marshall. They could, but and I mean, it would one for him. That's the other question. No, well, the thing is, Barcelona are linked with um, the pie. So, you know, Leon might have funds, but whether Barcelona will do a player swap deal or anything like that. Um, United played, paid a lot of money for Martial when he was a teenager, so yeah, they will want some return. Mm. You must cut the dead weight. Yeah, no French, only French club that can afford that is PSG. Sure. No, only, fair but any other way is you do a two-year loan and you pay it off over however many years. Sure. So many clubs have now been bitten by that two-year loan system. They put themselves in huge debt. And I mean, should oh, really? you commit yourself to a two-year payment plan and the Oaks flops, yeah. what do you do then? Yeah, no, sure. Yeah, let him go play cool. No, but the thing is that if you think about, okay, fine, the Ronaldo, the Sancho, the maybe a possibility of Haaland in, in that situation for United. At least it looks promising for United. Chelsea, I think they've done their hard work. I don't know what you guys need now. Obviously, you need uh, better than a Werner. You need a... Nah, give Werner a chance. Yeah, 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 I tend to I agree. Put him on the wing. Put him on the wing, it's nah. fine. He creates a lot of opportunities. He just needs to... For others. Just, you know, yeah. He's got quite a few assists. Who scored more goals, if, Bamford or, or look, Werner? Look at Werner's... <laughs> Look at Werner's stats. Yeah. It's not necessarily the goals. He sets up a lot of goals. Okay, so they they're not assists, but it's that what they call. But even is, even the, no, even in the Champions League, like a Champions League game, like his movement did help a lot. about his goal. Just that pace, he he'll draw one, two, three defenders out, mm-hmm. and just open up that space for a Mason late Mason Mount burst into the box. But as Keegan said, imagine Arland, a Werner, and a Kai Havertz, or a Pulisic, or whoever you want to put a high Havertz, or whatever you call it. Even Mount, like... Although you think that Haaland will block Havertz from converting the striker, because you said that you see Havertz as a striker. In the future, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think he would be a decent striker. But if Haaland's there, you'll never see that light. You'll never see the light uh, of the striker. <laughs> Unless he gets probably not, no. Uh, th- this is sort of... Something I'd like to see Holland do. I think it is something that they're on the path to doing, but I could be mistaken. Because obviously he didn't, he left Norway and didn't go straight to a big club. There were big clubs after him. No, he didn't go to Dortmund. He went to Salzburg. Even after leaving Salzburg, the big clubs are after him. Your Madrid's, your PSG's, your Barca's, City's, they were all after him. 
Yeah. Him and his dad said, no, they have a plan. They went to Dortmund, which is still a big club, but not as big as others, and a club known for developing young players. So I'd like to think he's either going to see out his contract at Dortmund, maybe get sold in the last year of it, or actually sign another contract and maybe spend five years at Dortmund developing and then moving on. The only thing is I can see him doing a Lewandowski and ending up at Bayern Munich. Possibly. Especially if he wants to win, like if he's happy in the German league and that's where he's settled. And he wants to be like, I'm in the German League. I want to win a trophy in the German League before I leave. And then, yeah, maybe he will. Yeah. Um, but as to who would buy him, uh, he'd probably fit Madrid's team. I don't see him Ooh. fitting a Barcelona style of play. Chelsea, as you can see. Yeah, he'd fit, I mean, he'd fit most English clubs. You, yeah. Yeah. Um, Italy, I don't yeah, know I think... for them. But I could see him playing in Italy as well. But I don't think that's... Yeah. Unless an Italian club gets taken over by someone uber-rich. You know what the sad thing is, actually? Like, everything sounds good and promising for a City, a United, a Chelsea. Nothing sounds good for Tottenham Arsenal. <laughs> Nothing. Well, I mean, have you seen his lining <laughs> up as their manager? Ooh. The guy who got fired for Mourinho at Roma. At Roma. So Ooh. basically, the manager's. Paulo Fonseca, yeah. Why? Are you good? No, but well, Spurs have just received a new or hired a new director of football. Mm-hmm. And he's now obviously tiring and firing. So he's now, he's from Italy. He was the Juve director of football for 11 mm-hmm. years. So I don't know. He's going back to where he knows, I would imagine. Okay. So what, where's, where's, where's Levy then? No, he's there, but he finds, I think this new director, director of football, whatever, sporting director, he's obviously approaching everyone. Levy obviously has to rubber stamp it. But, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you get rid of Mourinho and then bring in the guy Mourinho is replacing at Roma. And the guy's been let go at Roma because he didn't do so well. Yeah. Spurs definitely. fans are yeah, not happy. Not bleak at the moment. Hmm. Yeah. Sure. They want that, uh, what do you call it, Ryan Mason? No, not necessarily. I think I'm very surprised they haven't spoken to Nuno Espirito Santos. The, the Wolves guy. guy. Yeah, that actually... Obviously, transfers also mean managers, right? So that actually sounds like a good fit for a Tottenham, given more of a budget or not more of a budget because Levy is tight. He is tight. But yeah. still, it's more of a budget, bigger squad. Except the half of Portugal move there, right? <laughs> Two worlds, yes. <laughs> Mini Portugal. But that's the owners, not oh, okay. the manager. Oh, okay. The owner's mandate is to sign Portuguese players. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's why they've gone for a Portuguese manager again. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah, they are very, they have got a very big Portuguese constituent for sure. That doesn't sound good for Arsenal at all. Like, I've seen here that uh, Ben White, I think he's a, the, 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 the Brighton the, guy. Yeah. The Brighton, yeah. Now they put a 50 million bid for him or something, right? I saw something. Have you asked coverage? Oh, he's, he's, uh, he's a good defender. Sure. Just a little bit. Okay. Um, about probably United, probably being the best bet. Well, United just had a bid rejected yesterday. Where? For who? For Sancho. How much? 67 million. Yeah, no, they're going to at least pay 80, like minimum. They'll pay 80. Because I did see that they've agreed personal terms. Yeah, they agreed that everything. already. Yes, yeah. So now it's just Dortmund needs to agree, and they're holding out for 100 million in total. So I think it'll be like an 80 million up front with add ons. How long is left in Sanchez's deal? I think he's got two years left there. Um, Dortmund might be happy to hold on to him for another season and then get... Obviously, they won't get the 100 million. If no one's willing to pay 100 million now, only yeah. they can then just say, no, I'm going to wait until my contract ends and even a free. But, yeah, no, sure. But the fact that he's agreed terms with United is, you know, it tells you that he does want to go back to England. So, 
like I, I mean I'm sure like I said to Nana it's it's a lot of young players from England have started to go overseas, which is a good thing because they get out of that limelight of the English media and then they can go and develop their skills, maybe a little bit more technical than the Premier League is. Because you always see it, foreign players come and they've just got something out about something else about their game, like compared to the English players, especially in the midfield. Like I think that's where England lacks a lot. Like we just don't have yeah, like going overseas and I think developing in another country as a youngster, you use that yeah, I think you're a lot more open to learning their style, their systems, their whatever it is. And I think it's like Jude Bellingham will be probably the only kind of midfielder that plays that way for England for the next many years, I think. Like especially with him developing overseas. Mm-hmm. He's not going anywhere. So yeah. He's only just not now. Two years. He's been. Mm. I don't, yeah, again, I don't know. I haven't really heard much about him, but I don't see him moving in a long time. No. At 17. No, English clubs like, have really made a big show about wanting to sign him at the moment. Well, I hope, I hope he gets a decent amount of game time in the Zeros because the guy is class. Like, I haven't watched he's, He's good. Well, he's a yeah, solid I mean, he's So good. Birmingham retired his jersey number. Well, yeah. Yeah, Ooh. number 25, I think it was. Yeah. Was it? Or was it 25 million? Yeah, what, yeah, but whatever number it was. Yeah, they retired it. Yeah. How good is that? But, but not, not only because he's, he's so good, like, since. you must understand. He, yeah, he's been with them forever and he brought in 25 million for a 17 year old. Like, for that club, that's a huge amount of money. Yeah, I mean, that'll be on the float for a good five years. Mm. I guess so, yeah. I mean, Gerard, yeah. I don't know what COVID's done to that, but. Yeah. And I'm sure that they've probably got in a, a clause in his thing if Dortmund sell him, they get a percentage or. Like, I hope they I do. would hope so at least. Yeah. I hope so, yeah. I would hope they do. Because this at seventeen, the potential of him to make another big move is definitely there. Now saying all the dead weight that clubs need to get rid of. Um, in the category, biggest one I think is hazard. Uh, what do you do with that? Yeah. Keep him there, yeah. hey, just keep getting wages. Uh, with Carlo there again. I think it makes a difference. I think I don't know. Zidane has never come across as a good a good manager. Apparently, he's not really a manager. He's more, not really. A, he's not even. He's more of a coach, right? Like no, a, he's not. Not, not a coach. He's, what is he? Doing? I don't know. The thing is, his first Madrid squad was already made. All he had to do was just yeah, AC. put them on the field. Exactly. Yeah, keep them do fit. all the motivating yeah. and all of that. They were good enough to. Win without a manager. So he was a, what, like a motivational figure or enigma, just be like it was. Like Zidane, I, yeah, think... I mean, also he's a he's a club legend. So like the guys would have obviously wanted to play for him. So I think, like Andrew said, he, he had the squad. It was both. He he didn't really do much. Then he left and he came back, and like, yeah, it's weird though. Like Madrid's been stagnant for a few years. Like, this like can't get rid of Bale. Hazard is basically just. Eating flipping bench and taking money, and like he hasn't done anything. And then, like if you look at Asensio and um, Isco, uh, what's the other guy? Isco, yeah, like those guys were featuring before Zidane, and they were like world class no, players. When Zidane was there, like for some reason, Isco and Asensio went through a stage where Zidane loved them, played them, yeah, and all of a sudden they just stopped. Yeah, you know, frozen yeah. part of the team. I think with Carla, there are a lot of those guys that have been underperforming and dead up. weight. I think a lot of them are going to thrive again. I think he just needs to bring in probably a few defenders and one midfielder just to give them a few legs. Although, <laughs> we'll see. After. I don't think anyone's buying until after the Euros, though. Yeah. No, sure. You know, these are pushing for. In white. Um, what about the what is it called? Julian Brandt from Dort? 
Mm-hmm. I know he's good on FIFA, and I've seen obviously clips. <laughs> I think he's decent, but I don't know if he's on the radar. I think if anything, you go to like a, what do you call it? Next door. Yeah, yeah buy him. They'll steal him. Trying to think, buy yes, him. he would be a good squad player for them, though. No, I'll, I think Bayern have signed. Was that Goretzka? I'm thinking of before. Yeah, it's Goretzka. Thank you. Um, that side's aging too. Yeah, I know they're going to have to have to um, re re-energize that team soon. I mean, Müller, Lewandowski. Uh, at the back, they've got Hummel. No, Hummel back. I think. Um, what's his name? Other centre back. Hello. Hmm? Sulo. No, he's not too bad. Don't they have an old center back? Anymore? And then Tom. Oh, man, the guy who got charged by Messi. Uh, the Boateng brothers. Yeah, it's Boateng. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, uh, Manuel Neuer and goal still. Okay, fine. He's a goalie. He can probably do another two or three years. <laughs> well, we'll see now in the World Cup because yeah. all, the, all the Bayern goalies are playing now they're telling him he needs to retire why because they want to play for Bayern yeah he's so they're saying you're sitting there well I mean Bayern, Bayern signed that Schalke goalkeeper um is a noob Nubel or Fairman uh, yeah 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 Nubel no, one of the two I think it's Nubel and he arrived there with the idea that Neuer was teased out of the spot <laughs> yeah. he arrives there Neuer's like no not happening I am playing so yeah. eating bench. Is that a bad choice though? Or do you want you feel that they no, should No, it's just it's, no, it's not that. It's just I don't know how good he is these days. <laughs> Clearly he's he's decent still at league level. But Champions we'll see now the right. whether sweeper keeper is still he's still no. as good as he is. Before I even forget, guys, there's also a big one. Harry Kane. Doesn't look like he's gonna stay. I don't think he's going to stay. I think, yeah, if Fonseca arrives, there's no way. He's no. Um, I think if ideally came, I think he'd do well Madrid if he had to leave England, but I don't think he's going to leave England. I think it's Benzema still there. There's, there'll be a big fallout. Yeah, but he would, no, but he would push Benzema out. Yeah, Benzema is like, Benzema I think, will be I, such a disruption to that to dressing room. Yeah, true. And he's such a big yeah. presence in that dressing room already. And they're already losing Sergio Ramos. They're probably going to lose most yeah. So they need those yeah. big guys in the dressing room still. I just can't. Keep Harry Kane would be a yeah. big guy, but he's got to assimilate to the Spanish culture first. Yeah, yeah no, for big sure. Accent, yeah. well. Which apparently I can only imagine is quite difficult. I mean, those like take yeah. seats in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah, if he, I think he, he, I do most likely, I think he'll stay in England. I don't think. I think City yeah, will be fitting everyone. And uh, if Harry Kane also transfer, he'll go to City. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I they, I don't think United have the money. Like, if we want to buy Sancho. Yeah, if you guys are pursuing Sancho, then there's no way you'll get. No. If you think Kane's going to fetch. 100 plus. 75 plus. You said 100 plus. He should, but in this climate, I don't think so. Maybe Kane's just not my type of striker, guys. I, I don't see it. No, he. Stats, I see. He, stats. He, I a, see the stats. I, I don't yeah. know. Maybe not lie. I see the stats. I see the numbers, right? It's just oh. no. He's just a complete forward. He's, he's really like the last season, the way that he was happy to drop back and be more of a playmaker. Like, and then you put him in a team like City where you've got De Bruyne, so he's not even going to step into that midfield. I think he would he's try get... Pep, though. Pep would teach Ooh. him. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would take him to the next level. I think he would then... And Kane's not scared of work either. Like, he's happy to run around the pitch. Yeah. You know, and that's what... That's what Pep, uh, yeah, Pep loves that. Like, that's what he wants. He wants players to work, press, drop back. So... I, I, it probably would be like yeah the best move for him, but I mean yeah let's see what happens. I do I do believe that 
he won't be there next season, though, unfortunately. For Tom. Yeah, if, if Spurs are going to pursue Fonseca and Daniel Levy is going to be tight with the first strings, then there's no way he's staying. Not if he wants to. Not if he wants to uh, win silverware. One thing: if England do what Nana thinks they're going to do, and yeah. win the Euros, I think that might keep him at Spurs for a season. Just the fact that he's won silverware with England, I think that plays a factor with with Mbappe as well. The fact that he hasn't maybe not won Champions League, the fact he's won a World Cup and possibly a Euros this year, I think that sort of keeps him happy with the continental. Yeah, summer. sure, sure, sure. No, but I'm hearing talks of um, Kane. No, that was a quick browse. Yeah, no. There's obviously Man City, Man United. Well, United, if they're signing Sancho, aren't going to do it. Okay. Uh, if they don't get Sancho, they could go for Kane. They could, but I, I, I see him at City, eh? Yeah, I tend to agree with you. Especially if, like, Haaland doesn't move or go somewhere else, then, like, yeah, once, once Haaland's transfer is confirmed that it's not City, then I think they'll be pushing very hard for Kane if he does ask for a transfer, yeah. But um, so yesterday when the Euro started, we had a like a little draw. We took the top ten teams, and we got ten crew members. We all put in like ten dollars, and we just picked teams. Um, and I guess yeah, whoever you pick, if they win, you win the kitty. And I got uh, the Netherlands. Mm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you lost ten dollars. Well, Frank the farmer. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, hey, those they're not bad. They don't, it's not a bad team. I mean, I don't think they're going to win it. I don't think I'm going to win the money, but like, I don't think Collins that bad. No, no, no. I'm not saying the Turkey or anything like that. Uh, but no, that was the other one. Uh, as we obviously mentioned, the fact that Italy, I think, I won't say surprised people. It's just that people were like, yeah, we were aware of the fact that, oh, there's an Italian side and they're hot. Right. For that yeah. I'm not saying the midfield's weak. I just don't know them. I'm your brother. No, sure. These marvelous things about that midfield. Yeah, they've got a they've got a decent youngster. What's his name? To, is it not to, What's his name? Uh, Tonil Tonil. What's his name? Tonali. Tonali. He's like a holding midfielder. Yeah, they're holding midfielder. They sort of trying to ping him as the next Perlo. He's he's decent. He's he's young, but he, he looks solid. Yeah, he is big. He's big. Who's playing today? Is a game. Uh, Belgium are playing Russia, I think. It's a shocking game now. I think it's Wales. Yeah, there's Wales, Wales, Switzerland, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Wales, Switzerland, Denmark, Finland. Shouldn't be a bad game. And then Belgium, Russia. Yeah, but that's great. That's legalized rape. Depending, I think, if you're going to play that game, for humanity's sake. Oh, the thing is, they need to finish the top of it. Strongest team first match. Get out of the starting. Yeah. <laughs> you have like team. Italy. Yeah. Strongest yeah. team. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, you do. Fox happens. Your first, Fox happens. your first game is the most important game. You can get three Minutes. points. All costs. That's like, so they're going to set up the Lukaku's, the Hazards. Uh, uh, yeah. I would. No, I just, yeah. Boyner misses this game. Oh, okay. No, no, you... Yeah. You're in a you're in a knockout competition. There's no fucking around, dude. Right, it's Russia. Ah, uh, you you can play the second stringers in the third match if you threw. If you threw, mm-hmm. it. that's when yeah. Break before they start now cross pools. Yeah. And then yeah, tomorrow morning or for me tomorrow morning, England Croatia. That will be a big one. That's the one to watch tomorrow. Yeah. It's yeah. Late. Yeah. Late. 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 Zero. Yeah, oh, but it's an early game, though, isn't it? No, it's, it's nine, nine, oh, nine in the evening for us. Nine? Surely, no, it's not. Can't be. It's not. It's nine in the morning for me, so it should be three in the afternoon for you. Uh, it wasn't the first game on the list. I'm pretty sure. On my list, it is. I've got the app here. Yeah. Uh, I just thought I remember seeing it at nine, but I could be mistaken. That's backwards or if you create it. No, keep going. Yeah, three o'clock. Afternoon. Sunday. Who's the non-game then? Oh, guys. So tomorrow afternoon watching soccer. Yes. Okay. No. 
It's nine games, Netherlands, Ukraine. Netherlands. Okay, I was clearly mistaken. Yeah. That oh, is a cool. good time as well. Tomorrow at three. Yeah, it is. I think my fantasy is doing. Um, 